welcome to another inspirational message from Pastor Noob. For more information and great content, jump over to our website at elamchurchchristchurchcity.org. We hope you enjoy this message. Last week, if you're with us, we started this sermon uh, looking at the life of Daniel. Daniel was a uh, a god, that, uh, uh, not a god, sorry, well, a, uh, a man that God used uh, in a particular time. He, uh, Daniel was uh, a prophetic in gifting and uh, considered one of the major prophets and uh, in the Bible. And uh, it was Daniel that saved um, that that saved a, a nation and saved nations. He was an interpreter of dreams. He served under multiple kings, uh, and he did great and wonderful things in the spirit and for the Lord. Um, we heard last Sunday the uh, the 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 real source of Daniel's uh, strength and his ability uh, to uh, just accomplish things beyond his years. How many have ever wanted to accomplish things beyond your years? You know me. Uh, I, I, uh, uh, my daughter uh, has now classified me in the middle age category. Amen, somebody. We went shopping the other day, and I tried on these T-shirts, and my daughter said, Dad, they're too young for you. You, those t-shirts are too young for you. I was so heartbroken. I was like, how can this be? Lord, I'm not ready. But anyway, uh, such is life. And, uh, and anyway, so uh, Daniel, um, I don't know why I said that anyway. I don't, that had nothing to do with, this is why these messages take so long to finish, because I get lost. And uh, so anyway, Daniel, this mighty man of God, used by God to serve multiple kings, uh, God would, um, uh, he would be challenged by the people because the favor of God was on him. Uh, a lot of jealousy, uh, a lot of resentment, a lot of people were anti-Daniel. Uh, why? Because he just kept growing in uh, favor and in stature, in favor with kings and in stature with the people. They all loved him. And um, so last Sunday... We uh, looked at uh, the source of his strength, which was, we discovered, a room with a view. It was a room with a view. I want to take you to uh, Daniel chapter 6 and verse 10, and uh, this is the evidence for that. And uh, it says here, Now when Daniel learned that the decree had been published, he went home to his upstairs room where the windows opened toward Jerusalem, his room with a view. Uh, Three times a day he got down on his knees and prayed, giving thanks to his God just as he had done before. What What I argued and what I proposed was that this is the source of your strength. As a follower of Christ, that we each need a room with a view. We each need a room where, or a place. It could be the front seat of your car before you get to work, and you just spend that time seeking the Lord. I've challenged myself this year to really uh, get deeper in God, and I, I've, I've put some things in place in my own personal journey that will force me, uh, because how many know the flesh uh, the spirit is willing, willing, but the flesh is weak. 
And uh, we all say, yes, we know we should meet with God and we know we should spend time in the Word, but how many actually do it? And so I've decided to put some things in place this year to force me against the desires of my flesh to see God at a deeper level. Yes, even a pastor struggles to, to meet with God. Amen, somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah, pastors are human too. And, uh, and so having this room with a view was Daniel's place to really uh, prepare his heart. And that was the point of last Sunday was that it was his room with a view was his place of preparation. It was his place of being able to prepare his heart, to prepare his mind, prepare his soul for, for what was to come. He was being wrongfully accused and, and wrongfully uh, um, um, targeted uh, because of all these people that were jealous, just like Jesus in his day faced similar uh, accusations or you know, wrongfully accused or unjustly accused of, and, uh, and treated badly. But it was in his room with a view that Daniel found a place to prepare. And I, and I said to us last, last Sunday that Daniel's success in the lion's den was the result of his preparation in the room with a view. So the battle wasn't fought when Daniel got to the den. It was actually fought way before that in the, in the room with a view. Everybody get that? It actually says of Daniel that when he was on his knees in that room with the view, that he cried out to God for help. He didn't cry out to God for help in the lion's den. The Bible doesn't say that. But it does tell us that in the room with a view, he cries out to help for help. And sometimes when we come up against hardships and hard times, it's almost too late to then, you know, when the ship is sinking, when you're on the Titanic, to cry out to God. You know, you, you end up being like that, that orchestra that just keeps on playing as the ship's going down. You know, sometimes it's too late. But when we, when we get, when we're prayed up, when we prepare before we get to our next crisis, because trust me, there will be another one on its way, and, and that, that we fill our spirits with, with all that we need so that then when we get to those points of crisis, we're, we're not surprised. We're ready. Why? Because we prepared uh, in that room with a view. Amen, somebody. So that was last Sunday's message, uh, so point one, uh, uh, sorry, of the same message. Here's what I want to uh, uh, kind of share with you this morning. You know, Daniel's success was that room with a view. It wasn't just a place of preparation, but it was also a place of spiritual growth. Now, Daniel was a spiritual giant in his day. So much so that there's actually a, a spiritual discipline that Christianity or Christendom have named after him. It's called the Daniel Fast. Why? Because Daniel was actually a spiritual giant of his day. And, and it was in that room with a view that not only was, was God preparing him for the battles to face, but he was enlarging his capacity as a spiritual giant. Now, how, And I believe the goal for each and every one of us is to grow in maturity this year. That is my goal for you. You don't need to write a goal because I've got one for you. All right? You don't need a New Year's resolution. This is it. I'm going to grow spiritually this year. 
I'm going to grow in maturity this year. 2022, I'm going to look back on and say that was the year when things changed in my life. Amen, somebody. And for Daniel, it was the, it was, his room with a view was the place where there was spiritual maturity taking place. He prayed three times a day. He fasted. He prayed three times a day unto his God. He believed in the power of God. It was in that room where the real work was being done. Let me tell us all, let me remind us all, church, that it's in our room with a view, whatever that room looks like for you. It could be your office. You get there half an hour earlier than everybody else. But, but you get there and you spend that time with the Lord. Amen, somebody. You spend that time seeking God. You, you sit with your Bible in hand and you, and you read. You read whatever comes uh, at you and you take notes. You just listen to the voice and say, Lord, help me to understand this. What are you saying to me? Come on, let me tell you, that's where real growth takes place. Amen, somebody. Excuse me while I take a drink. When I get excited, I get choked up. <coughs> I hate coughing in front of people, especially these days. It's kind of not, it's kind of not the thing to do. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to have a big cough. I'm, I'm, everybody close your eyes and turn away and turn those cameras off for a minute. Oh my goodness, I'm sorry. I really am. It's just one of the most awkward things. Oh my goodness. Where, did I, where was I at? Room with a view. I need a room with no windows right now. You know, just hide my... No one see this. Um, so it was in that place of, of uh, his room where he could meet with God. You know, the disciples had a similar room. It was called the upper room. Just like Daniel went upstairs. The, the apostles went upstairs and they waited there in their upper room. And they did the same thing that Daniel did. They prayed too. They keep praying. This is going to be hard. I, I think this message is going to stop really soon. They prayed. They keep praying. And then something supernatural happened. It says one day they were all together in the same place. And then they heard the sound of a, of a rushing wind. They came in and filled, and what seemed to be tongues of fire filled that space, and they were all baptized in the Holy Spirit. That moment, that was their upper room. Moses, it said of Moses that he went up the mountain. He had the best view of them all. The mountain, you can't get a better view than from a mountain top. Let me tell you that much. Not that I've ever experienced going climbing up a mountain myself personally. I've seen videos of it. And uh, it is, you see everything from the top of this mountain. Daniel, in his room with a view, he could see different. He saw different. He, the Bible says he looked towards Jerusalem. Why is it so significant to look towards Jerusalem? Well, it's simply this. Jerusalem represented the presence of God, the house of the Lord. That, that's, that's the people of God. That it represented God. It was the only representation of God. There was nothing else in his captivity that represented God better than looking out of you, looking out a window and, and towards Jerusalem. It reminded him of the power of God. Is anybody hearing this this morning? Joshua, it said of Joshua, 
in the tent of meeting that when Moses would leave, Joshua stayed. He was in his room. It was in that place where God was intimate with him, where he was intimate with God. It was even said of Adam at the very beginning that he walked in the garden with God. It was in their place. I, I believe each and every one of us, in order to grow, oh my goodness, in order to grow this year, number one, you need a clear throat so that you can say what you need to say. <coughs> but number two, you need a room with a view. Is anybody hearing this? We need that time before the Lord. I felt God challenge me on this last year. I felt God say to me, "New, you can keep doing what you're doing, but if you're expecting a different result, you might be surprised. You know, who was it? Einstein defined that as the definition of insanity. So this year... I sprung it on my wife. I said, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to start here. And I just started. And let me tell you, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. I've had to change a lot of things. So one of the spiritual disciplines I felt God say to me was I had to get up <clears throat> at 4.30 every morning. <coughs> let me tell you, I'm not a morning person. Actually, Tao will tell you, the last 20 years, Trying to get me out of bed in the morning is like dragging a, some, a, a log out of bed. But I felt God say to me, no, you need to get up at 4.30 every morning. And so that's what I've been doing. I've just been seeking the Lord. And I tell you, it is the most refreshing time I've ever had in a long time. To sit before God, have my Bible there, have pen and paper, and I just sit. My worship sing to myself, sing to the Lord. And uh, just write down, read, write, and just hear what God has to say. Let me tell you, that's my room with a view. But what is it for you? Come on, these spiritual disciplines. It says three times a day, Daniel never gave up praying. Now that's an old uh, Jewish custom. They actually, Muslims take it a whole nother level. They pray five times a day. I'm not trying to convict anybody or, or condemn anybody here, but I'm just saying there's some, there's some disciplines like if you, if you eat right, if you train, you are going to get healthier. That's just, a, that's just what happens. It's a byproduct of discipline. And if you put the right disciplines in your life, It'll produce the right results. I, I believe maturity is not just an instant thing. There are some things that we have to put in our lives to get us to a place of maturity. Is anybody hearing this this morning? So as we close, and I'm going to close here this morning, let me say this. In that room where Daniel would meet with God, supernatural things were taking place. 
There was supernatural impartation, just like there was for Moses when he was up the mountain, just like the apostles when they were in their upper room, just like with Joshua, who was strong and courageous and took on an entire nation. Uh, uh, it, was in that up, it was in their room, in their time with God. Now, it's like I said last week, many of us say, well, we're busy, so busy. You know, and I... And I we spend 17 and a half hours a week on social media. 17. That's the average. Social media. We just, you know, we don't even probably realize it. But I'm sure of those 17.5 hours a week that we give to social media, we can give a portion of that to the Lord. Surely we can give a portion of that to the Lord. And our busyness and the chaos of our lives, and I, and I get it, I I appreciate it, you know, like, I know when I'm saying this, I'm saying to, to mums with young bubs uh, who struggle to sleep anyway and find time, but, and I know I'm saying to that, to the busy person who's running, trying to keep the business afloat, or to the person who's um, sick and unwell, but all I'm telling you is what the Bible's teaching us, that we have to put actual spiritual disciplines in our lives in order to become spiritual giants. It would be great if we could just, you know, click our fingers and it all just kind of happens, you know. So I don't know why I did that. That was weird. But it's those spiritual, those moments the supernatural moments. Let me tell you this. Daniel gained real peace in the den because he first found the peace in that room with a view. Daniel gained answers in the den because he first found the answers in their room with a view. Daniel got his direction in the den from his time in that upper room in that room with a view. I believe today we all need our room with a view. And I'm not going to stand here and say, be so militant as to say, has to be at 4.30 in the morning, or, or you know, and you have to forsake all and do this. I'm not going to be that stupid uh, and foolish to say that to you. But what I will say is, I know you've got time. Hand on heart, I know you've got time. And all God is wanting is just to walk with you in that garden, to meet with you on that mountaintop, to hang out with you in that tent of meeting, and to be in relationship with you. The power, the strength, the maturity, everything else, that'll just happen naturally because of the supernatural stuff that goes on when you meet with him. This has been another great message from Elam Church, Christchurch City. For more content and updates, come see us on our Facebook page or jump over to our website. Thanks so much for listening.